This is Old Black Magic and the Millennial. I'm Old Black Magic, of course, Brian Babylon, and... And I'm Molly Adams, a young, white millennial. Okay. So you guys get the gist of this. Two opposites of the spectrum that come together to make the world a better place. Okay, these are these have been quick. Let's just be dirt down and dirty. Yeah, this I ain't got time. For, Let's go. For, for a lot of times... I'm always asking you to tell me how I feel. I know you tell me to tell you that a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to do the start, start again. I just want to okay. hear from you. Now you gave me a preview. Help, of- help me understand. Help me understand the mindset of these Bernie people, these Bernie Sanders people that are tiptoeing into being annoying and canceled. Yeah, tell me a little bit more about how you feel before I tell you how you feel. I understand where you're coming from. Bernie Sanders makes a lot of good points. Um, But the level of, I think the level of, what do you call it? Um, Not privilege, but when you think you're owed something, what is that? Entitlement? Entitlement. The level of entitlement that a lot of this energy for Bernie, like you just expect him to be there to beat Trump when it's not necessarily a guaranteed slam dunk. Do you think Joe Biden's a guaranteed slam dunk? Well, now I don't because I feel the Bernie's people energy is so loud and negative that it's just almost making this a what about me situation where you're ignoring the monster in the room. Mm. You know, it's like to the point like, all right, let's be real. I get it. You could win in California. You could win in maybe New York or somewhere rando, but you can't win in Michigan. You can't win in these regular places where people just want, hey, Give me just an old, regular, boring white president, maybe a sassy VP. Let me wash this taste out of mouth from this garbage Trump backwash. And then we can move forward. Maybe with someone more progressive, maybe someone younger. Like, like we're going to ease back into it. Got it. You just can't go from crazy extreme to crazy extreme. But, but you, I mean, even you have to admit that Bernie Sanders and Trump extremes are like, I get, they're very different extremes. No, no, no. Will. I get it. If I had to go to one of these extreme parties, I probably would go to the Bernie Sanders extreme party. And yeah. meaning there was a house party where there's music and things like that. I mean, as, as Bernie Sanders said in an interview when someone asked him about the comparisons to Trump, and he, he said he was offended by it because he, at his rallies, he's rallying people around causes like Medicare for all and um, like ending wars, whereas Trump is rallying people around causes of like, like boo those reporters, chop their heads off. Let's talk about my ratings. Who was there? A handsome man. Yeah. Ooh, sir. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I, and I think I I'm going to go as someone who's not a Bernie fan. I will be also offended by that reporter asking him that. You baiting people. You know he's nothing like Trump. Get the fuck out of here. But and I, I agree with you. But here's I, I get what you mean. The, the, the faction of Bernie voters, because the people who support Bernie are a big tent. Full disclosure. Surprise, surprise. Me too. Are, are um, a big what? Bernie supporters. There's Bernie supporters like 
all across the the land and there is a section yeah. of bernie supporters some people call them the bernie bros is that who you're talking about the bernie bros and i'm and i'm speaking of the type of person that is almost are they white a troll other white and they're trolly and they're creepy and they're whack like i'm going off of all the bernie people that came after hannibal and just are making up shit Oh, the landlord thing. The landlord shit. He's not a land. It's, it's like they made this crazy narrative. <laughs> they try to make funny. it true. <laughs> it, where it's crazy, you know. And then, and then it's sort of like when um, Hannibal handled that. No, no, yeah, but it's it's it's, it's 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 fun. <laughs> but it's sort of like it's sort of like it's kind of trolly a little bit. And well, people, they're quietly people, negative. People have too much time on their hands and they spend it on the internet, first of all. Everybody. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. too much time on our hands and we spend it on the internet. And people love that you can like say mean things directly to celebrities on the internet and there's a chance that they'll see it. Yeah, but how does that, what does that have to do with politics? <laughs> Bernie Bros. Oh, I was just thinking. I mean, there's so much that happens online that I just feel like. It's yeah, but not. no. This, this, but this, the seed was it was from something he had said negative about that Bernie. Bernie. His whole point oh, was, oh yeah, was too he's old. Is that Bernie's too, too old. old? He had had a heart attack. And he yeah, had a heart attack. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and one of Hannibal's jokes is like, which is such a real, real thing. It's like, yo. Like even Joe Biden is like, dog, 75, mm. 78 old is like if you had an uncle who was 70. Donald Trump is in said, his 70s, too. I just we always need to say no, no, that. he's old. Too. All of them. And anytime you let me just say this, too. Anytime you say something negative about Bernie Sanders or negative about Joe Biden. For someone always to say, well, do you think Trump's any better? That is the most asshole <laughs> fucking thing that people can do. <laughs> I'm not saying do you think he's fair. I think people need to mention how bad he is in the same breath all the time. But it's like that's like water is wet. If you're listening to this podcast, you know Trump is a dumpster fire. Yeah. So my animal's point was, if you had an uncle who was 70 and they wanted to open a Wendy's franchise, you would tell the uncle, "Man, sit your old ass down." That's hard as fuck. It's true. It's very true. A, a fast food franchise is very difficult at any age. You're, running the country, you're going to be on your feet a lot. Running, running the America. Although Trump sits down a lot, he's sitting. Now here, here's my other point, Molly, and help me understand this: Why do people, Bernie people, feel? Maybe this is what black people thought when Barack was going to get in the office. What makes people think Bernie Sanders is going to swoop into the White House and the next day this place is going to be Sweden? What makes you think that he can just hop in and not have to drone somebody? He can hop in and he's going to have an easier time with Senate than Barack Obama? Do you think that? A president? No, I don't I don't think that. So tell me what's the what is it? And some people, I think, do think that. But they're supposed, they're, they're supposed to be so educated. Bernie Sanders, his platform has attracted people who don't vote very often, if ever, because they are so hardcore left. They're like, they are activists. They spend their time, like, mm-hmm. making policy happen um, and organizing 
And there's a mindset that you have to have when you're an activist that I think is relentless. And I don't know. I also think there are, you know, you, it's also, it goes without saying that there are assholes everywhere. Right. But yeah, yes, you, got, you, got, you got these people who, who were advocating for him who are now like, well, if he's not going to be the person, then I'm not going to vote on the presidential ticket because that's so asshole. I, I know. I kind of feel the same way. It really bothers me that people, it's, it, it does take hours to vote in some places. If you live somewhere, it's going to take you hours to vote where it is difficult. I understand, but like, there's so many people who don't vote when it's so easy for them. I understand. And I understand. Trump has made that clear between Trump and Hillary. Like, really, you think it would have been like this with Hillary Clinton as president? No. No. It would be. But I think that Hillary Clinton wouldn't just anger the right the way Trump just trolls people who don't like him. He just makes you hate him every day. Hillary Clinton wouldn't do that. That's yeah. the only difference. Yeah, That's the would, only difference. She would not be trying to get on TV every day to make Getting on TV, make saying dumb shit, doing dumbass things, lying. Just this motherfucker lie all the time. So no one, everyone knows, if you know Trump is so horrible, Bernie Sanders people, why do you, why do you say I'm staying home. I see that on my Facebook page. Sidra, a very intelligent, you know, the way she talks. Like, well, honey, what is what is that? 888 635 11 Give us a call. We're going to move on to the next topic. If you are one of those people, we'd love to hear from you. You can um, email. Well, don't, uh, yeah, don't, don't call the vocal <laughs> Just don't blame Bernie Sanders. Don't blame Bernie Sanders people if Joe Biden loses. You can't. You, you, oh, you can't. You kind of can because it's like, and I'm going to be real, like all of, all of a sudden, People who are bringing up these Joe Biden rape cases, rape, rape. This motherfucker was vice president of the United States for eight years. And that was just come on. I don't care. He ain't nobody that Teflon in this age. I'm interested to see where it goes. And the Bernie Sanders people are just fueling this, fueling this talk. I'm just I'm just curious. It's not. Well, I do think it's really interesting that the New York Times, the New York Times didn't publish anything about it until today after Bernie Sanders dropped out. But maybe they were planning to publish this Sunday anyways. They may not have been ready to publish. The kissy, but he's always been creepy. I thought he was creepy during the Obama years when he was doing those swear-ins and those video, those, those like highlight reels of him rubbing on shoulders and yeah, on people's I, hair. That is weird. That is weird. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, like 12-year-olds and wives and... Also, this, this is one more thing. He's is, just really about affectionate, about you know? He's just got a lot of love in him. One last thing on the Bernie thing, Molly. I'm curious about something. I sent you two pictures where I put Bernie Sanders logos oh, yeah. on racist white ladies. In my heart, I feel Garbage, Bernie, Sanders, Bernie, Bernie Sanders white people are dangerous white people to blacks. Those are the kind of white people that want you to be black the way they want them to be. Like, 
you know what kind I'm talking about. Yeah. I I mean, you understand what I'm saying? It's like but I also think that his platform speaks to so many people. Like you're it just does. like flattening all Bernie supporters into one group uh, that that you don't like the most. I, I, I know you, so I'm. I know you and Sam. Okay, I agree with what you're saying. You might even convince me to. I doubt I'll ever do that, but you might convince me to support that guy. You know. What do you mean? Not vote for him. I could not vote for him, but. Positive speaking. I speak of him positively. Yeah, you should speak of him positively. He's a good man. There's a theme with this podcast where I, it seems that I come down or say negative things about black people. Or I become this sort of mean old black man, house nigga, who doesn't let black people be what they want to be. And it's not that. I'm just curious. You you said it not the latest thing and only only reason I act like that, Molly, is because I would love and I asked our friend Rock Belushi this, I would love for it comes to a day when African Americans, that's the only time I will say that because that's who I'm speaking of, like people of African descent. What is that? <laughs> Excuse me. What is that? <laughs> It's a little little video sent to me by my friend of her two-year-old daughter looking really cute in the tub. I thought that person was mocking my feelings about racism. What the fuck? That. Back to what I was saying. Excuse me. Uh, That was great, though. Back to what I was saying. When will African-American people, mean people of African descent living in America, finally be able to turn the corner and make strides and not let the weight of racism keep them back? That's all I want to know. Versus everything is racist. I can't do this because race is racist. Ugh. When will we be able to get over that? So that's my main energy behind my thought process. All right. Do you, do you have anything to say on that? I don't have an answer for you on that. If you're, you know, do you, you, you're do you, do you understand? Do you understand what I'm coming from? Yeah, I think racism is hard to get over and get beyond. So it's interesting to talk about to talk to um, more recent African immigrants who don't pick up on anti-black racism because they. Like came from a place where everybody was black, like a wa- like watermelons, water, 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 like that's not a racist thing to them. <laughs> watermelons, <laughs> like for example, watermelons. Well, like a watermelon can be deployed in a racist fashion, correct? Easily, yeah. easily. Like, like it's, it's black people who feel uncomfortable eating watermelon around white people. That's and a fact. Like a, a watermelon could also just be a watermelon. A watermelon is just a fucking watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) So they're delicious. They're for everybody. Mm -hmm. And so for people who are like, you know, arrive here in their 20s, 30s, whenever, even as kids, like you have no, it's just a watermelon purely to Mm -hmm. you. Unless you've like somehow been a scholar of American, American racism. 
Yeah. So this we all know it's layered, blah blah blah. Yeah. So this is what gets me gets what gets my this is what gets my uh undies in a bunch. Um and it's off of a story that came out, Molly, and like you've looked it up, where there's a and I call them the woke black elite. They are coming down and making fun of the Surgeon General and giving him a hard yeah. time because he said something that was skewed racist. I looked this up because <laughs> I just looked this up because there's like too much going on. I hadn't heard of this when you said that it happened. He said, um, was, was he specifically addressing this issue? Now, let me just say this. I actually saw the full press conference. Now, President Trump, if you know, has been having these press conferences every day, pranting out there, and they look like horrible book reports. Sounds insane. I can't believe that that's happening. Every day, he's printing people out as charts, as different people. And one day, and this was this past week, the Surgeon General, who's a black man, Jerome Adams. Jerome Adams. He came up there and he said a lot of, you know, like, hey, basic doctor stuff. Do this, do that. You know, reporters asking them questions. They're talking about the curve here, the curve there. And then the topic came up of the disproportionate numbers of people of color dying of the coronavirus. In Chicago, Detroit, in certain areas, there may be... 13% of the population, but it's 50 to 60% of the people dying for coronavirus. Yeah. It's disturbing. Legitimate topics. Now, no, any basic social science would, scientists would tell you anything like this, any, any shift in societal, normal society is going to affect poor people first. Mm-hmm. I, don't give a fuck what, I don't give a fuck what it is. Outside of nine eleven, but that only happened in New York. But the wake of nine eleven, the job losses and all that affected poor people. Yes or no? Yeah, poor people are going to feel it the worst. I well, mean, I don't even care with, what it is, right? Yeah. So that's that's not rocket science. So yeah, and the the reasons it's also affecting Black and Latino people is because they're doing these essential jobs that everybody was like, Mm-mm, "You don't deserve twenty dollars an hour for that." You don't deserve fifteen dollars. Yes, let's do that. Let's do that on it. They're on the front line, dealing with dealing with things day to day in the streets, where people and that and I'm seeing a lot of these woke black elites are sitting up in their houses throwing stones. So, but he said, "Say it." And he said that people needed to stay home, and Mm -hmm. he said, "Do it for your abuela." Do it for your granddaddy. Mm-hmm. Do it for your big mama. Do it for your mm-hmm. pop pop. Yes. Now he had said that, Molly, after seeing a whole bunch of other legitimate doctor things. He had been up there for a while. Someone had brought that up. I feel, and a lot of other people feel, he was just trying to connect, not trying to keep it funny, but trying to, like, you know, connect. Did it work? Clearly it didn't because people got offended. Yeah. I mean, man, this is like so the least of my concerns right now. Oh, thank you. you, 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 you. And I see Kyra Kyles. I'm going to put her on blast. She says on Facebook that 
he should have been bringing up the point of the racial disparities that made this happen. Why the fuck would the Surgeon General be talking about that? That's not his. He's a doctor. You know what doctors tell you? Hey, lay off the alcohol and smoking. You know, if, just to do your regular health. There's been articles and other stories going around where people who smoke marijuana marijuana are more susceptible to COVID-19 because it's a respiratory disease. Mm-hmm. Right? People do need to be reminded that marijuana is not cigarettes. It's true, though. No, Molly, he was also talking about cigarettes. Now, when the reporter said that to him, like, hey, do you think some people think that was racist? He immediately, Molly, said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't, I didn't mean it like that. I just was saying, and he backtracked, not a day later. He did it within the same breath. Rock Belushi, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. We have, and just to help us with this conversation, we have all the way from New York City, Rock Belushi, the shining black prince of Harlem. Hi, Rock. Hello. How are you? Good afternoon. Good evening. Rock, what is your take on, I've called them, and I, I can put it in my words so you don't get in trouble, the black woke elites attack on the Surgeon General of the United States? Um, I personally, I understand where you're coming from, but I do think there's a need to have a voice of black intellectuals, black woke people. Sometimes I think I would like them to be a little bit more connected to the people who they are trying to help. Sometimes I think that um, my, uh, I don't, I'm not even going to name any names to get you guys in trouble, but sometimes I think that the people who do represent us, the uh, people who run black Twitter or the woke Twitter and people on those social media platforms and Instagram, I think sometimes they come from, which is going to be normal, a place of high and mighty. They're very educated. They're very woke. They've read some books that people who they are trying to help probably have not. And so it gets into a class thing, right? So I'm going to say what I think is best for you. And then sometimes when you do that, you get sort of lost in the woods. And instead of solving the problem, you get caught up in, for lack of a better term, identity politics or gotcha questions or things like that. Just quickly, I remember at one point the litmus test was if you say all rights matter or black lives matter. And woke Twitter was ready to cancel you if you said anything about all lives matter. Didn't matter if you had a career where you needed white people to come see you. Mm -hmm. Didn't matter if you kind of thought that they were canceling you. And I think sometimes that comes from a place of if you're really starving, if you really need help, some of that stuff doesn't really matter to you. Yeah. Well, let me let me ask both of you this. Molly Adams and Rock Belushi, the Shining Bat Prince. I'm also going to say this and tell me what you think. If you follow the money. Follow the money. We're here. Hear me out. A lot of times for these articles that get people going from the root, which is garbage, and a lot of these other media outlets, they give you these clickbaity articles on that make it sort of like either up this guy with a white girl or somebody says some racist that make you click on something and sort of get this lemming bully mentality riled up from these articles. And it's someone's getting paid. The root gets paid on every click. So they click bait you. People don't even read the article. They just click on the mood of that article. What do you think about that, Molly? Yeah, that ain't new. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that ain't new. Very succinct. Yeah, that ain't new. That ain't new. That ain't. But I'm saying, but but they but they feed they feed off of that. 
they feed off of it. I find it interesting that the first the first person I've heard get in trouble from these press conferences is a black man. Preach. Yeah. Like, I haven't heard nary. I have heard that these press conferences are going on, but like I've heard people get all excited about Fauci. He's so great. I have heard people like there's some woman who's sycophantic and um but then this is the first thing I've heard of somebody getting in trouble for something they said besides the president. Well he's in a bad spot. He's in a bad spot. Why do you he's a black that? man? Well, he's a black man with a lisp, with oh, a Carlton Banks cadence. Oh, yeah. And he has a white wife. All of this with him representing the administration that many African-American people think is their enemy administration. Yeah. So now, he's in a tough spot. He, he could almost give us the cure for AIDS and people will be like, well, why did you tell us sooner? Yeah, he's a <laughs> now, I told you earlier, Rock. If Idris Elba came up there, like, come on, if you're in the hood, don't drink, don't smoke, don't do drugs. Black people wouldn't say shit. The liquor stores would close down. Off of Idris Elba's word, if Idris Elba said that, they wouldn't say that goddamn thing. <laughs> well, one is Idris Elba, and one is Dr. Jerome Adams from Indiana. <laughs> All right, before we go, help me understand this, Ragushi. Yes or no, does your governor have nipple rings? Pause. That's number one. (laughs) Pause. Hold on. You might get canceled if you do pause, I think. Can you really? Let me tell you something. You're not going to take away my pause. (laughs) I've given you no homo. I've given you that one. I'm not going to say that one. Go ahead. But the wokesters cannot take a way pause from me. I know, I know. <laughs> no, no, you know what pause is? Pause is the black version of that's what she said. Mm-hmm. 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 Thank you, Brian. Wait, what was the question now? Does your governor have, have nipple rings? N- not ring studs, nigga. Post. It looks <laughs> like he has something on his nipples. It, it looks like it. Molly, you don't know about and this? I really, I guess, Molly. I need to be watching more TV. What's his name again? Cuomo. I need you. I need you to Google right now. Governor Cuomo nipple rings. Pierce meme was the first thing. Nipples. Let me first see what does the Governor Cuomo have his nipples pierced? Let's look. Let's look at these. Oh my God. Let's look. Enhance and enhance. <laughs> this is why this session is called nipple rings. Maybe yes. it just has um <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is why this recording session is called nipple rings. Now I've got it. Yes. Maybe he just has excessive nipple meat and it like nah, all gets hard in this cold press conference no. room. Maybe no. he has doubled nipples. <laughs> no. Nipples don't get hard in in quad, in quad, in quadrilateral. Um, it's, it's, it's both. It's both nipples. It's like This okay. Was he? Is this multiple <laughs> times he was wearing this shirt? <laughs> 
Was it has has he worn this shirt? Okay, has he worn this shirt in multiple instances, or was this like one day where people were snapping a bunch of photos with his maybe his hairy nipples? I think he's been wearing tight shirts, but the white shirt is what kind of gave it away, and it was like, wait a second. The governor's on oh, something. There's something one else. picture where he's like, look, I mean, it can't be anything else. Your your nipple can't be deformed like that on both sides. It's like snowflakes. <laughs> and no deformity is the same. Molly, why are you so quiet? <laughs> I am researching. She's, she's giving him a once over. I'm researching. He's horrible. I mean, yeah, while she's researching, tell Brian, I'll tell you what I've realized about women. They love men in power. Women are tuning into this guy yeah. twice a day behind these press conferences. He, it's not yeah. so much power. I think it's he's good at his job and his confidence. It's sort of like women who don't like football but still like Tom Brady. Sure. You know, like if you did at your okay. job, I'll give, I'll give it up he's on that. handling the situation where competently where you see the other opposite moron and you know what I'm saying he makes Donald Trump look ridiculous okay but with, like with has he been competent though how many people have died in New York that's that's New York that's New York though <laughs> wow. I mean, no one was ready I mean I think, I think but, no 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 I'm saying like no one was ready for this but the response and like, even even if it's even if it, you're still losing, to give the impression that you're winning is a skill set. Yeah, New York is hard too, but I just, I mean, yeah, I think he did a really good job at showing. It's hard. New York is rough to kind of get under control. This, this, we're we're in yeah in New York City. We're packed. We're dense. They had to do a lot of things to stop it so that we wouldn't be all on top of each other more than we normally are. It took it it's gonna take a second in the city to speak. This isn't this isn't Rhode Island or whatever. You know what I mean? Where you can kind of Molly, before before we go, what's your final conclusion on those nipple rings? I I don't think so. It would be strange if he had his nipples pierced and wore a shirt like that. <laughs> but again... Or or it's like, why why people judging? I thought we're going to let people be his, who they are. His ex-girlfriend made a defensive Instagram story, apparently, and said, stop body shaming. It did not include a denial, however. So... And, and that's an ex. I, I, hope, I hope he does have nipple rings and I hope he releases a lot more prisoners. Yep, that's my final word. Yes, Andrew Cuomo needs to release some prisoners. Very sobering. We gotta go. Yeah, we gotta go. Listen, Brian, this has been this has been great. Oh, thank you. Aww. Where can people hear more of you? Um, they can hear more of me on my Facebook post Sunday Thoughts. And of course, we have the longest running podcast that no one's ever not heard of. It's called The Rockcast. We're about 10 years strong now. And they can catch us on SoundCloud under the Rock Belushi um, name, uh, The Rockcast. All right. We'll have a link to that in our profile. You guys have been great. We're going to trim this down. <laughs> and uh, hey, happy, happy. Yeah, that's it. More echo effects. More echo effects. More echo effects.